Welcome back to Chosen, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel Watch Through podcast. I am the watcher of the show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing of Buffy and Angel. My name is Mel B, and this week I am joined by a Slayer that we finally did it to. We got tears. Marissa. Hi, Marissa. You broke me, finally. <laughs> I knew you were going to be so excited. I was, because I, I watched ahead a few weeks ago and, like, just finished up Buffy and Angel. Well, I didn't watch ahead on Angel. There was some there was something going, oh, yeah, that happened. But anyway, <laughs> I watched ahead on Buffy and I was crying and I was just sitting there going, no, this is it. This is the moment. It's Willow. <laughs> It's Xander, and it's just the best speech. Yeah, it's real good. It did It did get me. I was like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> she won. Mel won. I hate when you do that. <laughs> anyway. <coughs> oh, excuse me, I've still got this dry cough lingering. Um, How are you? You're on week two of lockdown? Yes, week two. Um, one more week of working from home ahead of me maybe more but one definitely i'm okay yeah i don't see it all just going away in another week yeah well definitely the sixth is when we're supposed to report back to work but the sixth is also the day that the governor is going to reassess and figure out if he can lift the shelter in place order so we'll probably be home that day since the reassessment will not have happened by, by you know, morning time. So, yeah. Who knows? Um, so what, what are your allowances? You're allowed to just go to the shops, the pharmacist, and the uh, bank kind of thing? Uh, yeah, to get supplies, uh, grocery stores, pharmacies. Uh, there are a lot of restaurants open still. Yeah. Like fast food just places. Just takeaway only? Yeah. yeah, yeah, takeaway or delivery. So we basically, our gas stations are also open so if you need gas, except you're not really going much, going places really, so you don't really need gas. Super duper cheap though. Um, but yeah, so we can go get food, then that's about it. <laughs> yep. Um, so you're not allowed to visit family or anything? Uh, you can, but I don't feel the need to drive an hour to visit my family. Yeah, yeah. okay, because there's talks. So at the extreme end of a lockdown, you shelter in place and cannot go see family or friends or anything. I don't think we're technically in a lockdown. It's just shelter in place. Yeah. I don't know if there's a yeah. difference. But no. uh, Well, yeah, yeah. So they at least in Australia, they're in levels. Yeah. So we're at level restrictions I think or level two I don't know I just know what I am and am not allowed to do but we're at a level and when it upgrades again so the next upgrade will be like all non-essential stores have to close yeah all non-essential services have to close mm-hmm. um and do they have yeah. that outlined like what are essential and what are not uh, yeah, so because there's a lot of places here that are playing the whole oh we're essential except you're not but they're staying open anyway which is terrible. So, I was on so we all got uh, the government texted us a link, um, and somebody one well, of my friends only got theirs like you met them John only got his like yesterday he goes I feel so much safer now I have my link 
But um, so mm-hmm. pubs, licensed clubs, and hotels excluding accommodation, places of worship, gyms, indoor sporting venues, cinemas, beauty salons, play centers, and any public place must close. There's a restriction on attendance of weddings, funerals, and outdoor fitness classes. Yeah. Restaurants and cafes only may only serve takeaway. Mm-hmm. Supermarkets f- and pharmacies remain open. Here with the whole places of worship, the whole restriction on like 10 or less people or whatever doesn't apparently apply to that. And so funerals and weddings are exempt from the gatherings of however many. But I'm not sure how people work that out. But a lot of people are rescheduling their weddings regardless. Yeah. So in Australia, you can have five people at a wedding being the bride, the groom, the the special person who does the ceremony. Yeah. (laughs) The officiant. Thank you. You're welcome. And the, and the two witnesses. Okay. Uh, and the funeral is limited to 10 people. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm just hoping that this all clears up at least a little a little bit by August. So. Mm. It would be nice. Yeah. I guess you'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, it would probably end up being uh, us two, my uncle, who would be the officiant, and then my mom and dad, probably. Hmm. And then Skype for everybody else that wants to be a part of it. Yeah, and then just have a reception afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, this is not about Buffy, but I will make one funny, funny comment. It was on my Facebook last night. Um, Coronavirus has become such a part of my psyche that when Giles covered his mouth to laugh, I freaked out at him. (laughs) You're like, you can't touch your face. Don't do it. my, My anxiety peaked. I'm like, where have your hands been? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it has infiltrated everything, Mel. <laughs> Anyways, let's get away from coronavirus and the evils of reality to deal with the evils of fiction. I like that better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so we start off this episode... With uh, Willow recovering from Giles's uh, surprise attack, mm-hmm. and Buffy is also coming around and discovering that Giles is there. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, hello." Yes, uh, what? Giles, you're here. What's going on? Um, Willow mm. calls uh, Giles "daddy," which ew, but okay. As um, soon as it said that, um, like as soon as Willow said that, I was like, "Oh, Marissa's gonna freak." Gross. So gross. Uh, anyway, so she was like, oh, uh-oh, daddy's home, and does all the stuff about how you're not going to be able to do what you think you're going to do. And she goes to get up, and he goes, stay down. And he's like, I'm here to help you. And I, at that point, I was like, I missed Giles. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I missed him until this episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. It's like, you kind of forget about him. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as he's back, you're like, how? How did I forget you? (laughs) How did you leave ever? Mm. Um, But anyway, so Willow eventually gets up and is not knocked back, back down by Giles. And she was like, you know, 
this borrowed magic that you have is really no match for all the stuff that I have going on. You called me an amateur. Well, I've gone pro. I was like, oh. <laughs> and she also called him Rupert. And I was like, that's yeah. not okay. He didn't just call it amateur. He called her a rank amateur. I think it was a rank arrogant amateur. I think so. <sighs> mm. Yeah. I don't remember that exactly, but it's been a while. So anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she called him Rupert, which I didn't appreciate. He's Giles. So watch yeah, around. You, you're, you're not allowed to call him Rupert. Only the, the girls that he hooks up with are allowed to call him Rupert. In my book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Olivia, was that her name? The last chick that he hooked up with? Uh, the black yeah, lady? Olivia. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Whatever happened to her? Just disappeared. Anyway. Yeah, she's a vanisher of the show. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so Giles does a spell and it puts a ring of flubber around a willow to keep her sedated for a little while while they figure out what to do. Hmm. Yeah, because she wouldn't tro- stop trying to cast spells. Yeah. And so uh, Buffy gets up and she's standing next to Giles and Giles just looks at her and goes, you cut your hair. Mm. And I was like, I love my life right now. Yep. It's my favorite. Yep. And so they um, hug and Anya comes up and she's like, I'm blonde. I dyed my hair again. I'm blonde. (laughs) He goes, yes, you are. (laughs) Oh, she just wanted some love, too. Even uh, Vengeance Demons need love. Vengeance Demons in particular need love. Mm -hmm. Um, He also pronounces Tara's name Tara, and it really bothered me. (laughs) Remember when I accidentally pronounced his name Giles? That was fun. All those years ago. Oh, back at the start. Yeah, it's like, Marissa. (laughs) Yeah, you, you're like, excuse you. I, are you not listening to how these things are said? No, I wasn't, <laughs> but now I am. Anyway, so Buffy and Giles go into the back room to have a little discussion, and apparently there's this coven in Devon. I think I spelled it wrong in the notes. I think it's uh, Yeah, O-N. I love how you spelt it in your notes. Puh. Anyway. Spelled it with but an I. Anyway, there's said, a covenant oh. in Devon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they felt, you know, Willow's power and were like, hey, Giles, you should probably go take care of this because we're mm. not really sure what to do about it. And it's it's on it's it's your people. So it's only on this watch through I realized I always thought they sensed it ahead of time and he was like racing against the clock to get there. Oh, no, no, they teleported him in. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, hey. Here you go. Off Here's the magic. Here's a teleport. Have fun. Um, but yeah, they, they imbued him with their powers and they're like, go take care of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so Buffy's like, yeah, things have been like really weird since you left. <laughs> and yes. she, she dumps everything. She's like... Um, Xander left Anya at the altar. My sister's a klepto. And I've been sleeping with uh, Spike. Oh, she's like, I've been flipping burgers at the Double Meat Palace. Oh, yeah. And sleeping with Spike. And, and Giles he, laughs. 
he okay so he deadpan looks at her for like a couple of seconds and then bursts out laughing and it was what a, hilarious to me like what else are you meant to do in that situation he just lost his shit if you don't laugh you'll cry i guess but buffy just like looks at him but then starts laughing too and i love them heart yeah, they're laughing so hard. Um, oh, it's so cute. Missed them. So Anya is in the front of the store using cute little baskets to clean up. And I was like, it's going to take more than just those cute little baskets. But okay. You do, you, Anya. Yeah. So Willow starts mind talking to Anya. And I think she actually does take control of her. Because she says you can't control yes. a vengeance demon. She's like, shut up. Yeah, but she shuts up, and then she's like, I'm going to Giles. It's like, you don't want to go to them, and Anya stops walking. She goes, you want to know, how, you want to release me from this, and she goes, I don't know how. She goes, but you want to. Yeah. So that can't go anywhere good. Um, and we go back to Giles and Buffy yucking it up, and, you know, she's telling about how she had that... Um, those visions of her being in a mental institution or a psych yeah. ward. Yeah. And she just goes, uh, they, they, you know, calm down enough to have like an actual conversation. And she goes, he goes, I shouldn't have left. And she goes, no, you were right to leave. We're just stupid. He goes, I know you're stupid, but I still should have stayed. <laughs> And she goes... Giles is the best. He is. I just love everything about him. But he goes... She goes, well, you were right. I had to grow up and be an adult. And he goes, sometimes being an adult means you know when to ask for help. She's like, well, thanks for that now. But <laughs> help me. Um, and she's just like, everything's been so weird since I came back from, you know, being dead and I don't understand. He goes, you have a calling. She goes, I wish somebody would tell me what that actually is. Because I'm not too yeah. sure. Hmm. And she asks what's going to happen to Willow. And he's like, I actually don't know. She she might not be back to the way she was. If we were even yeah, able to so, save her. Yeah, the coven is trying to extract her powers. Yeah. But they don't know um, how to really do that. In the doorway. Yeah. And I legit thought she killed Anya. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, kn Anya I knew she did like, by the time I was writing my notes, but I was scared. Yeah. When you first. saw it the first time. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, she, there's this thing of like knives and such on the wall. She levitates them all and like throws them at Giles, and he has to use that dummy to save himself. Yep. Uh, we get um, Xander, Don, Jonathan, Andrew walking, and Don goes, oh, "Where are we did, going?" Did we miss the part? Did we miss the part where Giles uses the uh, hammer to get it to throw it through the wall? Yeah, I don't remember. It's the I didn't spells have specific like the hammer moves written down. Okay. okay. Well, he uses power. He he uses the power to throw her through a wall and she's like on the floor and then we go to 
Willow went through a wall is what's important. <laughs> okay. Willow through a wall. Got it. Yeah. So um, never anyway, Don, Don asks, where are we going? And he's like, uh, Xander's like, I have no idea. I'm not good at this running away thing. <laughs> and Which she's funny, just like, I should be. <laughs> right. And she's just like, we need a plan. And you know, if Spike was here, Spike would go back and help them fight. Because we shouldn't have left them in the first place. And then Xander is a dummy. And just goes, yeah, Spike would go back if he wasn't too busy trying to rape your sister. Ouch. What was the point? Mm. Why? Ugh, I can't. I'm so angry. Why, why would you say that, first of all? What is the point? Because he hates She's Spike. She's a child. I get it. He but hates Spike. It's Dawn. And she idolizes him. She's <sighs> idolizing someone he despises who did something. Um, there's a word I'm looking for. Uh, reprehensible. Ooh, good one. <laughs> Thank you. This is the, the th- thesaurus episode of <laughs> Chosen. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. she's like, uh, I don't believe you because Buffy would have told me and Spike wouldn't do that. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Why, why do all you Summers women love this guy? I don't get it. Ouch. And then we get said guy. Um, he had ripped off another demon's head and he's just like, I keep throwing your worst at me because the... Slayer is going to get what she's got coming to her. And then there's dung beetles all up in the piece and one goes up his nose and it was super creepy. I like to think they're scarab beetles. Oh, are they? I, I like the mummy I movie. Uh, no, no, no. I've got no idea what they are. Okay. Well, there's beetles and one of them goes up his it nose. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in this it just says covered in beetles. Blech. Gross. <laughs> anyway, um... We go back to the magic box where uh, Willow has been thrown through a wall, we were told. And uh, I want to know how good Giles' business insurance is. Well, it's not Giles' business anymore. Doesn't he co-own it, though? With Anya? I'm pretty sure it's just Anya's. I think Anya took the whole thing. Did she? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway... Um, so I hope Anya has good business insurance. I'm sure she does because she's very protective of money. So she probably wants to protect the thing that gets her money. Yeah. Does that sound right? Okay. That sounds good to me. Um, (laughs) Willow calls Giles Jeeves, which was kind of adorable. Um, and she, he's trying to reason with her and she's just crazy. And she's just like... All of this uh, hurt that you think you're inflicting on me is nothing. Because Mm. I'm the darkest witch ever and nothing bothers me anymore. And he's like, "You, you can't keep doing this to the people you love. What would Tara say? And she goes, you can ask her. And Buffy saves Giles, because Buffy has a saving people thing, we're told. And Willow's like, you really are in the way all the time. And I 
think what you think is going to happen is if I'm distracted long enough, uh, Jonathan and that other guy are going to get away. And she goes, uh, I love it's still the other guy. Yep. They can nope. never remember Andrew's name. Nope. Um, but she was like, but you know what? I'm going to send this tracking ball of fire to go kill them and anybody that's trying to save them. Hmm. So she said, fly, my pretty, and see what I did there? That's what she asked. So yep. Buffy's got to go and save all the people that she loves and all the people that she hates. Pretty much. But Willow is super being a rebellious teen in this whole situation if we assume that Giles is her dad. And she's just like, you don't understand me and all of the things that I've gone through and all the things that I can do. Even though you're going to tell me not to do the things that you've done because you're a hypocrite. <laughs> and he does some kind of spell that like shoots green breath at her i don't know what it was surprise but well, I didn't she goes that was rude and then she decides to take giles's magic away from him like she did to steven tyler yep. and i super thought he was gonna die because that's what happened to steven tyler r.i.p um, so she, like, uh, he drops down to the, the ground, and she, like, falls back against the counter, and she goes, who's your supplier? Because this is great. Yeah, and um, you hated that. I read your notes, and you're like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate um, this. I hate it so much. Ugh. She, she goes, she's like, I'm connected to everything, and I can feel everyone, and then it stops being fun. She goes, mm. oh my god, all of the emotion and pain. No, it's it's too much, it's too much. And Giles is like, you can stop this. She goes, yeah, I can, I have to, I'll make it go away. You poor bastard, your suffering has to end. So she's going to go blow up the world, guys. No big deal. Yep. She goes, whoosh, 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 and vanishes. Yep. And Giles is like, crap. He's still alive at this point. Um, we go to the graveyard where Xander is constantly saying ow after he tries to kick down a door. Okay. And you can actually see you can see the door shaking. <laughs> like that's a set piece and not solid. Yeah. So they're all like, you know, like fighting with each other because they hate being around each other. And Don just goes, What's that? Because she's the only person paying attention to things that can kill her. And Buffy's like, guys, move because that'll kill you. She comes running in <laughs> from off screen. And it blows a hole in the ground that Dawn, Buffy, Dawn, Dawn first? Uh, One of them. I, I ask you who falls down first? Yes. Um, it doesn't matter. I couldn't tell you who goes down first. I know the sword almost impales Buffy. Yeah, the sword would have just killed the next season real quick. Hmm. It almost impales Buffy in the face. And above ground, uh, because the guys, the losers have been talking about going to Mexico, and Jonathan hmm. just goes, 
Mexico, huh? And so they leave. Goodbye forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Jonathan didn't want to go. Jonathan wanted to stay and pay for his crimes and yeah. all this stuff. And Andrew's like, no, I want to fucking get out of here. Yeah, let's leave. Goodbye forever. So um, we go back to the magic box. So glad Anya was still alive. And she's, like, talking to Giles because she's pretty sure that there's something going on here. And she goes, Willow forced me to free her with her brain. <laughs> I love the way she talks. She's so good. I love I her. Know. Um, so apparently when you steal magic from someone, it kind of makes you connected. Hmm. I guess. Because Giles Yeah, like, that's the message I, can, I got. I can see her and I know what's going on and uh, I'm gonna die, but I can see what's going on. <laughs> and he goes, she's gonna finish it. And he goes, finish what? And he goes, the world. I'm like, ah, crap. Um, we go back to underground, and Dawn has a super big issue with Buffy not telling her about Spike. And she's like, yeah. Uh, she goes, why didn't you tell me what Spike did or tried to do? And she goes, because you didn't need to know. And she goes, yeah, but you took me to his crypt for him to watch me. And she goes, he wasn't going to hurt you. And she goes, you can't save me from everything. You can't protect me. We're trapped. Willow's killing people and people I love keep dying. And you can't protect me from that. Yep, she's got a point. Yeah. But Buffy's like, we don't really have time to talk about this. We need to get out of this hole. Xander's knocked out because he knocked his head on a thing. And Anya appears. Ta-da. And she goes, it just got worse. And she goes, worse how? End of the world worse. Apparently, there's a big old satanic temple up on something. Dead Man's Um, Bluff. Yeah, that's convenient. Which is the same place Angel tried to commit suicide all the way back in season three. Oh. I just think it's convenient that there's an old satanic temple there. We don't talk about it ever. But okay. Yeah. So we do get uh, Willow raising this satanic temple out of the ground. Because, you know, Mm. that checks. Yeah. I want to know if... So the temple raises out. It's got all these, like, FGs on it. And was it accurate as far as we know? Um, I would have no idea. I know the okay. pentagram is yeah. inverted, and that's satanic, if you invert a pentagram. Right. I said no. Like, I f- figured they would do their research enough to, like, get it right. Because hmm. if not, I don't know. If all the trolls would be like, hey. Who are into the... Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, if we have any satanists or people in the occult uh, listening, let us know. Do <laughs> you think we do? Who knows? Hmm, that'd be It'd interesting. Be cool if we did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so she raises it up, and there's this certain. I'm not sure what to call it. What's the opposite of a? What's the satanic version of a saint? Whatever that is, there's this woman <laughs> that was trying to end the world, and all of her followers like got swallowed up by some big earthquake back in like the 30s. Yes. Yeah, so. It's called, the demon is Prosopexa. Sure. Um, 
Oh, sorry, King Man's Bluff, not Dead Man's. My apologies. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so while Anya's explaining this plan, um, Xander overhears and he just, like, ditches Dawn and Buffy down in the hole. Yeah, peace. Um, but apparently the Slayer can't stop her. No magical forces can. Hint, hint. Um, so... Buffy, uh, Anya's going to go back to the magic box because she's pretty sure Giles is going to die. And, yep, and she leaves Buffy and Dawn in the hole as well. Yeah, okay, bye. Um, but Buffy's like, we still have to try to get to her. Because even if it's not easy and even if it seems like it doesn't matter, we still have to try because the alternative is dying. Okay. Yep. Um, but Willow hears Buffy talking somehow and she goes slayer slayer when are you ever gonna learn i'm doing this to help you she goes by killing us she goes it's the only way to stop the pain and the ground wants you back since i took you it's only right that i give you back and so basically the they get to fight small ents yeah, they're called Earth Golems, but let's call them Ents, sure. Ents. Nice. Nailed it. Um, so basically, Buffy's trying to fight all these things off, and she can't, and she goes, Dawn, there's too many of them. Take the sword, because you have to help me. I was like, this is your time to shine. Show us what you got. She goes, I got your mm-hmm. back. Nice. Um, Willow's on top of... King Men's Bluff looking. Her body looked super awkward in these shots, but it's probably because of all the wind. It didn't look Sorry? her. Bo- it didn't look like her body belonged to her head. Yeah, could have been the wind. She was. I don't like her outfit. It's weird. Yeah, it it's funny. But anyway. Yeah, but Anya has a. She's uh, you know, sitting there with Giles, and she goes, "Giles, don't die, not yet. There are things I want to tell you." Thanks a lot for coming. It was good of you to teleport all this way. And then there's like a shaking of the earth and she goes, in retrospect, maybe it would have been better if you hadn't come and given Willow all that power that made her like 10 times more powerful. That would have been a plus. I can't. I can't. Uh, Speak truth. Speak truth. All she speaks is the truth. I know. All the time. So good. So, Xander... Be's the real MVP of this episode for real. Mm. And he's up on the uh, Kingman's Bluff and he goes, hey, black eyed girl, how's it going? Mm. Uh, we quickly get Dawn doing things. Um, yes. <laughs> she pulls a Buffy and Buffy is so proud. And she's like, what? You think I never watched you? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um. So Xander keeps jumping in front of Willow's magics to stop them from, yep. you know, destroying the earth. Hitting the effigy. Yeah. And I thought he was going to be dead for sure. Because that's a lot of dark magic to have hitting you. And nope, basically he, he she's like... Yeah. And she goes, you can't stop this. And he goes, if the world's going to end, where else would I want to be? You're here. You're my best friend since forever. Your willow. I love his I love his speech. The first day of kindergarten you cried because you broke the yellow crayon. 
and you were too afraid to tell anyone. You've come pretty far. Ending the world. Not a terrific notion, but the thing is, yeah, I love you. I loved Crayon Breaking Willow, and I love Scary Veiny Willow. So if I'm going out, it's here. If you want to kill the world, well, then start with me. I've earned that. And Willow goes, you think I won't? And he goes, it doesn't matter. I'll still love you. Yeah, and then he says, I love you, and I love you. And she tells him to shut up, and he keeps saying it. And her power keeps, like, like her power shorts out, basically, and she can't hit him with magic anymore and she starts hitting him physically and then i love it and it's not even like it's not like she's punching him or fighting she's just doing the little wow. i am so in so much pain i'm just gonna slap your chest did i lose you, you there no i lost you you just feel... no oh i can hear you i can hear you are you there Yes, I can hear you. Hello. Ah. Oh boy. Can't hear me yet. La la la. Oh, now I can hear you. Oh, weird. Very weird. Um. Anyway, so I just said. Um, it's not like she's even really hitting him. She's just doing those little I'm in pain slaps. Yeah. And then she starts breaking down and that's when I lost it. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this is terrible, Willow. <laughs> and then he just says, I love you one more time. And then her hair yep, turns back to red. Her. Which is yep. cool. And, yep. um, yeah, um, he just holds her while she cries. Yeah. And we go to Giles waking up, and he explains to Anya that the powers he had actually were a trap for Willow to steal them. Mm -hmm. And um, it kept some of her humanity alive, which Xander was then able to get to and save her. So was he in on the – he couldn't have been in on the plan – Xander was it? No, no, no. But yeah. the plan was to get humanity back into Willow. Yeah. Well, that good was on Xander for figuring that yeah. out somehow. Yeah. Um. But um. Well, I don't think Xander did. But she, he go. Uh, Xander just went. Uh, did I lose you again? I have like the. Oh really? Doop. Really? Um, My internet looks fine. Anything? I can hear you. I keep getting, like, the, the work disconnected thing. I can hear you now. That's weird. I'm about to weird. keep Ryan off the internet. But my internet is fully powered. So is mine. I have no I idea what that's about. Anyway. I'm going to turn off a couple of programs. Okay. <laughs> uh, see if that helps. I'm just running Skype and... Okay. Um... Yeah, so I don't, Xander wasn't in on anything. It was just luck. Xander w heard what was happening and was like, you, you know, he was brave and went to his friend. Mm -hmm. Because where else would he be exactly. at the end of the world? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Anya goes, Xander, and Giles goes, yeah, it was. he got to her in time and he saved everybody. Ta-da. Yay. 
Um, Buffy starts bawling her eyes out after the Ents stop coming after them, and Dawn starts to be mad. Mm, she thinks Buffy's sad that the world didn't end. <laughs> yeah, but then Buffy keeps crying, and she goes, oh, you're, are these happy tears? Like, I don't understand. She goes, yes, dummy, you think I wanted the world to end? Mm. And she tells Dawn that she's so sorry. And she goes, there's so much I want to show you. And I'm not going to try to, like, shield you from the world anymore. And I want to watch you grow up. Heart. We get uh, Dawn and Buffy crawling out of the earth. We get Anya and Giles, like, Anya helping Giles walk out of the magic box, which is destroyed. We have Xander and Willow. Willow's still crying. And we mm. have Andrew and Jonathan and a truck driver. <laughs> and, oh, I love how sated the truck driver is. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, after, you know, Buffy has stared off into the distance and realized how wonderful the world is, we get Spike all alone. Mm. And, his, and the winged demon says... You finally passed all of your tests. He goes, so I finally get what I want so the Slayer can get what she, or Buffy, he might have said Buffy, Buffy gets what she deserves. Give Buffy, yeah, give Buffy what she deserves. Yep. And he wanted his soul back. Yep. Ah, so excited. <laughs> Oh, I was. I am so good. <laughs> you've been. You've been. Think. You've been predicting this since like the start of season five. Sometime I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. When it his took... crush on Buffy started to reveal itself. Mm-hmm. Two. It took two seasons, but I'm glad that it's finally here. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your predictions on how this is all going to go down. Oh my goodness! Like with Spike having a soul. <laughs> Oh my goodness, there's so many things. There's so many possibilities. Oh my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So some little facts and things like that. Um, So Buffy crawling out of the grave with Dawn is like the bookmark on the episode. I mean on the season. Because mm-hmm. at the start of the season, she crawled out of her grave. And in the end of the season, she crawls out of the grave. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, in the previous episode, Buffy says her main strategy for dealing with Willow is to talk to her, which Xander dismisses. Although that's what he ends up doing in the end to save her, talking. You big hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Kingman's Bluff is where um, Angel tried to commit... Sorry, attempted suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and Willow once again refers to Andrew as the other one. This is part of a running joke yep. of the Scoobies unable to recall his name. Yep. Um, Always good. International titles. Okay. Um, oh, wait. Oh, two seconds. I'm, I'm assuming some of them are notes. The Grave Part 2, because I'm pretty sure we had The Grave Part 1. <laughs> oh, so one of the original ideas for this finale was for Buffy to fight the dragon, which we see at the end of the gift. 
However, once more with feeling had taken up such a great deal of the season's budget, they couldn't use it. The dragon? Yeah. What? Yep, so there was a dragon in The Gift, which was the season five finale. It came out of the portal. And so they were thinking about oh. having that as, like, the monster for Buffy to fight. I'd say it would still be Willow. Like, Willow would have summoned it and attacked Buffy with it. Because we were all going on this trajectory for a while. Oh. But, yeah. Wow, I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> Dang. Oh, there's a title they haven't translated. That's just rude. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Kivan Ka- Kantopiri. Uh, it's Finnish, so that's not in any way how it's pronounced. I'm sure of that much. Because it's got accents all over it. I hate that. Stupid accents. Get out of here. Okay. So in, I'm going to start with that one. It's inverting circuit of pain. Whoa! And I'm going to, I am going to make my computer say it and see if I can copy it. Kivun, wait, wait. Kivun Kantapiri. I was pretty Ooh, close. Look at that. Um. So we have grave, grave, <laughs> inverting circuit of pain. All the World's Sorrow, Part 2, The Saviour, Burial, Chasm, Grave, Grave, The Judgment Day, Grave, 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 Two for the Grave, Second Part. Okay, uh, Finnish got it. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) With um, Inverted Circuit of Pain. Hilarious, and... Amazing, yes. Um, so this is obviously our season six finale. Oh, wait, I almost forgot to ask you to rate the episode. Oh my goodness, can I rate it like a thousand out of ten? Sure, go Then for it's it. a thousand out of ten. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, I loved this, th- everything about it. Even the part I hated, it I just- loved. It just surpassed all your expectations? Oh my goodness, it could not have been better. (laughs) Even though I was, like, pretty much wrong about everything, except for Spike. (laughs) Although you thought thought we wouldn't find out. Shush, shush. Um, Yeah, Yeah. this is is it. This is the pinnacle of Buffy to this point. Which I think about two episodes ago, I was like, this is the pinnacle of Buffy to this point. <laughs> oh my goodness. So good. Um, <sighs> I gave it a 10. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought it, oh, you know, I thought it was okay. It was pretty good, I suppose. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, your favorite moment. Oh my goodness. Um... There's so many things in this episode that I like, but I think Giles bursting out laughing after Buffy dumps all that stuff on him. I think that's my favorite part. Or is it? Or is it the fa- fact that I was right about Spike? Hmm. It's a toss up. So you have a Giles. choice to make. I'm so going with Giles. Yeah, my my favorite moment started like zero zero 
minutes and zero one seconds and ended at about uh, 42 minutes. Okay, I get it. You also? In, the, your favorite part is the entire episode. Got it. <laughs> but uh, no, my um, my favorite part would have to be Xander coming up onto King Men's Bluff and he's, I love you, Willow, and his speech. I mean, that's also yeah, very so good. Beautiful. But Giles laughing. Come on now. <laughs> laughing at the pain and trauma of the year gone. Yep. <laughs> um, your character shout out. Oh my goodness, all of them. Um <laughs> I think it's gonna go to It's gonna go to Xander, I think. Yeah. Because he was willing to sacrifice himself to save everyone. And he gets to be the hero. Yep. Ta-da. Yep. Mine was always going to Xander. Ever since I rewatched the episodes a few weeks ago, I'm like, I'm, Xander's getting this this week. Of course. It was just, especially, like, he was brave. And that's the whole thing. Uh, he w- They were having the whole thing about him being a coward and him not standing up to things and doing the right thing. And there he is at the end of the day, willing to die and be by his best friend's side at the Heck end yeah. of the world. So good. So, I know you're going to do a Slayer Diaries, but if anything pops into your head when I say this next title, just let it out. So, the first episode of Season 7 is called Lessons. Giles is going to take charge of these ragtag Scoobies and put them back to where they need to be in life. He's be like, Willow, that was a dumb thing you did. Buffy, no sleeping with vampires without souls. Xander, what is your problem? Anya, I can't really tell you what to do because you're a vengeance demon. And Dawn, don't steal things. So that's part of it. So there you go. He's going to be so the like, adult is the most adulty adult for them, even though they're all adults now. Uh, I always look for the more adult adult around so that I don't have to do the adulting. <laughs> yeah, because they're all in there. Well, apart from Anya being like, very, very old, and Dawn being, like, 16, they're all 20-ish. But it's Giles. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I suppose I should say, because his name's sitting in front of me in the starring role, are we going to see Spike in the first episode? Um. Or do you think, or do you think he needs a t- little bit of time away for a while? Well, he got there pretty. He got to Africa pretty quick. Oh, just for context, those last three episodes—that was a single day that they happened over from when Terra and Buffy are shot to the end. That was a single night. Dang, that's that's crazy. Hmm. Anyway, um, and the night before was when Spike (laughs) attacked Buffy. Yeah, and left and then was in Africa the same day. You know, whatever. We, hey, we've established teleporting's a thing. I don't think he teleported. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to say no. Uh, I think he'll show up later on. Yeah. All right, then. Well, you can do a Slayer Diaries on that. We'll look forward to hearing it. In the meantime, let's finish up Season 3 of Angel. Who?
Bar in Dark, Gloomy LA for what is bound to be a very twisty turny episode. I was like, this can't possibly end badly, right? (sighs) This episode, okay. Uh, You know how Buffy made me really happy? This makes me the opposite. So, kind of all over the place today. Anyway, so, Gru, we start out with Gru's face, which is always a good way to start off the episode. And he comes in from outside, and he has made makna, which is tea made of mud and grass. Lovely. Yeah, it's supposed to help with uh, trials and tribulations and how you feel about them, or something. And yeah. I don't care what kind of eyes Gru makes at me. I- I'm not drinking that stuff. Cordy is a better person yeah. than me. Yeah, Ugh. Cordy tries for him. <laughs> she does. And uh, she starts coughing because sediment probably went down the wrong tube. And he goes, would you like me to vigorously rub your schlug tea? No, 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 no. He says, would you like me to first gently and then more vigorously rub your schlug tea? Ugh. And she goes, she goes, what? She goes, I'm not comfortable doing it at the office. And he goes, it? She goes, yeah, have sex. And he goes, oh, you wish to have sex, like, really loud. (laughs) (laughs) The sex. It is always an honor to make the sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) But he was like. And then he leans in and whispers, later at home. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because that's what she was saying. Um, but then she goes, Angel, he goes, that is not my name, princess. And she goes, no, he's back. And she goes, you didn't hear any of that, did you? And she goes, he goes, hear what? Which he's a liar, but okay. He actually brings it up later. (laughs) And anyway, so, um, she goes, so what happened? He goes, I went and talked to Holtz and I didn't kill him. She goes, maybe you're growing as a person. So what's going on with Steven? And he goes, well, he's coming here and living here. This is now his home because Holtz wants us to be one big happy family. Basically. Yay. Yep. Um, And everyone's going to be happy about it. It's going to be fantastic. And we Mm. go to Connor uh, cradling his dead father in his arms. And, yeah. uh, Joc- <laughs> is it Jocelyn? That's not her name. What is her uh, name? Justine. Justine. Why did I say Jocelyn? I don't know. I have a no girl idea. that I work with whose name's Jocelyn. Maybe that's it. Anyway, so, uh, she's like, yeah, Angel came over here and Holtz was going to just leave, but he wouldn't let him. And so he's dead now. And he yeah. goes, he'll pay. She goes, I'll help you kill him. And he goes, no. He wants all the vengeance. So this kid is going to do some things this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we go back to the hotel and Angel is figure out, figuring out what room Connor's going to live in. Steven, whatever. Um, so it was kind cute. of adorable. Um, I was saying he could go by Stephen Connor, like Connor being his middle name. <laughs> he probably didn't have a middle oh. name in the hell dimension. 
Probably not. Uh, he is trying to figure out how much allowance to give him. 50 cents or a dollar sounds about right. I never <laughs> got an allowance, so I don't know what that's supposed to be. Oh, 50 cents to the dollar. Yeah. It's, you give, I think my understanding is you give them chores and stuff and they earn 50 cents or, yeah. No, I mean, people give allowance even, like, if you don't do chores. I never got an allowance. That's just, that's just pocket, consistent pocket money for no reason. Right. It's like, oh, yes, child. You have survived another week. Here is another hundred dollars to spend for this week. Dude, I wouldn't. That's insane. A hundred dollars. That's that was just a random number. That's a that's a way too high number. Anyway, um, depends how rich you are, I suppose. But uh, he's like, he's not gonna like me. And Cordelia's like, it's fine. He doesn't know you. He'll get to know you and be fine. He goes. I'm a vampire that drinks blood. And I was like, I'm pretty sure all vampires do that, but I'm with you. And then host comes in and ruins my entire life. Uh, he's, he's leaving, leaving us to go to Vegas to sing in a club of his friend who needs a seer. Yep. And um, she's uh, Cordelia is like, well, what about rebuilding your club? He goes, Pixie Cat, I would, but every time I rebuild, you guys tend to ruin it. She goes, only True. three times. <laughs> I can only think of two. I'm not sure why I'm missing the third one. What two can you remember? Um, Darla. So Holt's, like, blowing up the place when Darla was yep. in labor. And yep. uh, when it got shot up. And when they crash the car through it at the end of season two after coming back from the other dimension. (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay, there you go. That was a long time ago. Gotcha. It was. Wasn't me. (laughs) Okay. Um, So uh, Justine and Connor drive out to the country or something to ostensibly bury Holtz. Well, that's what just that's what Justine thinks is going to happen, but no such luck. Yeah. Um <clears throat> apparently Holtz wanted to raise Connor on a ranch in Utah. Why Utah? Um that no one knows. I don't know why Utah, but that's what they were talking about him and Justine when they were driving away with Connor. Oh. And because Justine's like, oh, yeah, that was our dream. And then Connor's like, yeah, it was going to be just me and him and no one would have found us. <laughs> in Justine's face. <sighs> that lady. Um, so uh, he's like, no, we're not going to bury him. I need to do the things I have to do to make sure he doesn't turn into a vampire because he might be contaminated. And I was like, well, with the information he has presented to him, it makes sense. Mm. He made a good call. He says, I will cling to the good and lay waste to the evil. I was like, this kid has got a lot going on. Yep. Um, Yes, he does. But he, like, drags Holtz's body out of the bed of the truck and then chops his head off with a shovel. Cool. 
And it's probably going to well, set him on to fire. Make sure that, that's to make sure he doesn't come back as a vampire. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't going to anyway, but okay. Um, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Poor so, father. we go to a bar, and Wesley is drinking, and Lila comes in because, of course, she does. Ruin my life this some bitch. more, why don't you? Uh, yep. She goes, mind if I join you? And he goes, on many levels with great intensity. <laughs> so she sits down. And I was like, I'd rather she just go away too, but okay. And she goes, I think it's a, a waste that your big brain is just not doing anything. And isn't Angel Jr. a thing without precedent in human history? And he goes, you're wrong. And like names off all of these things that like talked about things like, coming into existence that we never knew about before. And I was like, okay, we get it. It's hypothetical, but now it's real. Yep. And he was just like, yeah, I mean, he could be... Basically, it's like, he's either gonna usher in a great time or he's Stalin. <laughs> okay. And apparently, would you kill Stalin before he became Stalin, if you would? I love those kinds of questions because you got to think of all the other things. Like people say about Hitler. killing Hitler, but yeah. if you look back at it, there's all these other things that he actually did which were kind of good for Germany and Europe before he started doing all the bad shit. It's like, well, then we weigh that up. Yeah. And yeah. And so Lila crosses a line that she's never going to come back from. Like she, ha- like, like she hasn't before this. She talks about Fred. She's like, well, what if something happens to the pretty girl from Texas? And I was like, you don't talk about Fred, ever. And basically, that's what, um, that's what, I think that, does he say something to that effect, Wesley? I don't know. Yeah, he, he says not to talk about her. Yeah. And she goes, he goes, I think you should leave now. And she goes, what was it like when she cut you? And he grabs her by the throat and he goes, are you terribly anxious to find out? I was like, damn. Okay, Wesley, go off. Um, Fred and Gunn get back. I forgot that they had gone out with Connor <laughs> in the yeah, last episode. Right. Uh, Gru is just hanging out downstairs and he goes, I'm here, but Cordelia and Angel are upstairs trying out bedrooms. For Angel's son. <laughs> okay. Um, there, uh, Angel and Cordelia are walking back downstairs, and he brings up the Schlugti uh, comment. And apparently she whispers some very vulgar things into his ear about what she's going to do if he ever brings that up again. Yep, and he mocks her for it. Yep, and Gunn and Fred are like, we lost Connor so he heard us talking about what you you going to visit Holtz, and he left. But sup, Connor, because he's there to hang out. Yeah, he just reappears yep. in that moment. It's like nothing happened. He uh. goes, I went to look for my dad, and I couldn't find him. He goes, yeah, I know, he left. Here, read this letter from your dad that left you, because now you have me. Ta-da. Um, he's like... Okay, I'll stay here. Did did no one else notice how he was totally creepy? Nope, they just think he's weird. Ugh. Come on, guys, get with the program. Um, 
we it's ostensibly the next day and Connor is reading Holtz's letter again in a patch of sunlight in his room. And Angel comes Safety. in with a bookcase with his favorite books from when he was Connor's age. I want to know what they are. <laughs> um, They're probably all being Gaelic. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. Anyway, so he goes, so have you ever been to a movie? I was like, that's stupid. He was in a hell dimension. When was he going to see a movie? Ugh. <laughs> Angel just bothers me when he's stupid. He's stupid a lot. Stop being stupid, Angel. Angel, just stop being stupid. Anyway. Uh, so he was like, we'll go to a movie tonight. That'll be fun. It'll be an action movie. And then Connor's just like, I want you to teach me to fight like you do. He was like, uh, you kind of fight up fine okay, already. He goes, but I want you to teach me. So we have Papa Angel, Fred as a bystander and gun as a vampire helping him practice. <laughs> He's pretty good. Yep. And um it's very cute. He does get, you know, o- quote unquote overpowered. But Fred goes, "I want to be the vampire." Gun goes, "I want to be in a hot tub." And Cordelia goes, "I want to know who's going to clean up all this mess." And then Fred <laughs> points at everybody else. Yes, because she's the best. Yeah, and then uh, he goes, well, we're going to go to a movie tonight, Cordelia. Do you want to go with us? She goes, yes, actually, no. I have to go home and spend time with Gru. He goes, oh, right. And then... That's something you should do. And then Fred's like, I want to be the vampire this time. Rawr! (laughs) No, so cute. And then he says something, and she goes, rawr. You're a vampire, not a cat, I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you know, are you a vampire or are you in cats? Uh, did you see that movie? Yes, it hurt my feelings because I'm a fan of the stage production. Never seen the stage production, so I didn't see the movie. You should. The stage, you didn't see, don't see the new movie. It's horrible. The 1997 um filmed production is amazing okay so just a quick tangent about cats um they got everyone that could sing but couldn't act correct and yeah, that's why it's terrible no that's actually not the biggest problem what's the biggest problem um, the cgi is creepy and wasn't even rendered properly like, when I saw it after it came out, Julie Dench's hands, you could still see, they weren't covered in the fur. Oh, that's disappointing. Um, they, if you watch the stage production, they do this really cool thing where all the chorus cats have their own personalities and you see their own little things developing in the background. Uh, there was none of that. I couldn't tell you who a single chorus cat was. Okay. They just made, they gave you a main character and then the cats who have their songs about them. Yeah. And everybody else was unimportant. Okay. Um, that was saying that hurt me as a lover of the theatre production. Um, cats has a very odd, un, it's got a storyline that doesn't really matter in many ways in the production. It's really about the dancing and the music. They tried to make this big plot in the movie, like they really expanded on it and everything. 
and it just didn't work right. They Like, they should have. You need to tell people what the plot is, but just how they did it was a bit shitty. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, they just ruined it so much. Like, I encourage everyone to watch the 1997 production. You can buy it on YouTube for, like, three bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, or you... Yeah, or you can watch all the clips on YouTube, but you miss some of the interwoven scenes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the movie's just terrible, like on all fronts. It ruined it for me as a lover of the um. Yeah, the production. Yeah. I have a yeah, quick question for you, though. It, it requires a yes or no answer only. Would it okay. have made it better if the cats had bee holes? No. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I'm referring to? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Apparently people want I the cut uh, with the beeholes uh, released <laughs> so they can watch it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that's back so to, gross. Back to Angel. Um, yeah. Perfect because the next scene is Cordelia showing up at home with tuna and ice cream and hoping that Gru won't mix them together this time. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> And so he's standing in the bedroom looking all cute. And she goes, you look nice. And he just has this face. And she goes, what's wrong? He goes, I am wrong for you. You don't love me. You love him. She goes, him? Who him? Um, I was like, everyone knows you're in love except you, the two of you. Yep, and we've known for a long time. Yeah. We quickly go to Angel's room and uh, Host is like, hey, I'm leaving Angel Hair, so peace. But I wanted to tell you something before I left. It's Ooh. mutual. He goes, what? He goes, the feeling you have for Cordelia, she feels for you too. Not sure why you two are being stupid about this, but you should tell her. So Gru and Host both know what's going on here. They, like, switch between the two of them, like, explaining the same thing to Cordelia and Angel. And it's pretty seamless. You finish (laughs) each other's sentences. You laugh at the same jests. Like, it's perfect. And, but, but my question was just, where does Gru go? Like, he's not from this planet. Does he just... He's off to make his own way in the world. He's going to go to Utah. Probably, yeah. There's that ranch still waiting. Exactly. He'll find it. <laughs> anyway, and so she's... Cordelia's like, but I don't, though. And she goes... I love you. And us. <laughs> and he goes, tell me I'm wrong and that I should stay. And that you love only me. And she just kind of makes a sad smile face. I was like, okay, goodbye forever. Because Gru leaves. Sad, sad. Yep, he does. And I was like, well, now you got to come to terms with all this, Cordy, and do something. Um, We get Angel, Connor, Fred, and Gunn at the movies. And apparently... Okay, is this an actual movie? Do we know? I mean, it probably is. It's fine if you don't know. You don't need to. Um, Fred eats the entire jumbo tub of popcorn. 
because there's free refills. Yeah. Yes. And Gunn loves that about her. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm actually looking up the movie for you. <laughs> anyway. To see if it is a movie. So he's like, don't worry, it's all fake, except then a helicopter is actually there. Because Lenny's the worst. Does anybody remember Lenny, Linwood, if you will, from Wolfram and Hart? Yeah, he wants to take out Angel and get his hands on Connor to figure out what makes the kid tick. And uh, someone says Angel's protecting his son. He goes, well, we were counting on that. And he goes, what we weren't counting on was the kid wanting to protect him as badly. Because Connor's Yeah, that's surprised by that. And then they, uh, the people from the chopper abort the mission after they get their butts kicked. And uh, Angel goes and opens the van that is in front of them at the drive-thru and pulls Lenny out. And he's like, uh, Lenny says, now we're even. He goes, now you're dead. And then he's like, you don't want to kill me in front of your child. That wouldn't set a very good example. But then Connor... <laughs> Connor takes the lead and he's like, stay away from my dad. And he goes, I'm not your enemy. We can help you, Stephen. And he goes, my name is Connor. And I was like, oh, yay. For two seconds, we get to enjoy this. It's going to be great. Um, we have Cordelia alone at home trying to come to terms with whether or not she loves Angel. I didn't understand what was happening at first because there's like this projection of Cordy saying all these things about how she mm. loves Angel and everything will be okay. But then I figured out it was her yep. vision from later. Yep. She was having a vision about herself. Yep. It's very weird. Yeah. So uh, the team arrives back at AI and... Angel's all hyped, and he answers the phone. He's like, Angel Investigations, we can help you. I know we can. And it's Cordelia saying that she needs to see Angel mm -hmm. and talk to him. And he goes, is it bad? And she goes, no, it's good. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how you feel. And he goes, about what? And she goes, about me. So it was a super awkward phone call where they both knew what the other was thinking, but they didn't want to say anything further on the phone. It was kind of yeah. cute. So they agreed to meet. Yep. In about an hour. And yep. uh, he was whistling when, or yeah, he was whistling when he came in. Um, and Fred and Gunn were like, we've never seen him this happy. And then he starts singing or humming. And she goes, we've never seen him this happy. And Fred takes a stake over and she goes, but I hope not completely happy. <laughs> and he goes, it's fine. And she goes, I'm just, I'm just checking. Gotta be cautious. And he goes, well, Connor, I gotta go out for a little while. And he goes with Cordelia. He goes, yeah. He goes, she's beautiful. And she cares about you. I like her. I'm happy Aww. for you. Heart. And so, um, the perfectly happy thing came to my mind, too, when Fred gets up and tries to, like, figure out if he's evil yet. <laughs> um, and then we get Wesley. He's just finished having sex. 
With Lila. With? <laughs> he goes, you know that sinking feeling that sometimes happens the day, the morning after? I'm getting that right now. Ouch. And he just goes, get out. And she's like, oh, no cuddling, no, when can I see you again? And he goes, you're still here? And she's getting all her clothes on, and she goes, don't make this something it's not. Don't be thinking about me when I'm gone. And he goes, I wasn't thinking about you when you were here. Ouch. Oh, I love it. Side note, I really hope he wasn't thinking about Fred. That's super gross. <laughs> yeah, like, Fred, des- Fred deserves better. Yes, she has done. She already has better. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, but also, she's like, it's weird. You work for a... Van- you used to work for a vampire that had a soul, and now you don't have one. Weird. And so she uh, leaves. We have Cordelia driving. She's late, she's late, but it's not a date. Like that little <laughs> reference to uh, Alice in Wonderland. And she's giving herself a pep talk. And she's like, he might not even know I'm insane until he hears my feelings. So that's good. And then she starts to glow. She's like, oh. And everything around her slows down. She's like, oh, not right now. This is terrible. And Angel is where they agreed to meet. And he's kind of like, eh, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Um, So she gets out of the car and she's walking around, like, looking at all the people in the cars and everything. We do have Connor showing up to talk to Angel about how he feels about them being family. So they fight. <laughs> yep. uh, Skip, the the demon overlord of Cordelia, shows up. And he's like, hey, you're not dead, but you've kind of outgrown this plane, so you're a higher being now. And she goes, what does that mean? He goes, well... You proved yourself, and they gave you a lot of power, and usually that's when people screw up, but you didn't. You only used it to help people and to heal Connor, and she goes, and that one time as a nightlight. (laughs) But that was only one time. (laughs) And she goes, I mean, maybe at some point I will come to terms with the fact that I am a higher being. She just goes... Hmm. I don't have time, do I? And he's like, no, you kind of got to go now. And she goes, but I'm finally in love and I'm finally going to tell Angel how I feel and this is what happens. Yep. Can't have good things. Your timing is impeccably bad. Uh, we're interspersed with Connor tasing uh, Angel in water, which was really a bad idea. But Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got some comments to make. Go ahead. Do you want them, do you want them now? Yep. So, one, how come Connor and Justine have this huge elaborate plot perfected and they know exactly where Angel is going to be, like, within an hour to have this plot that is perfected and working? Also, He's using a taser in salt water. He should be getting shocked too. Right. That was my problem with it. He's so dumb. Come on, guys. Do some research. Anyway. Um, 
yeah, I have no answers for you because it doesn't make sense. Yep. Him and Justine are just really, really good, apparently. Whatever. Um, but yeah, she's in a boat out in the ocean uh, waiting for him to you know, subdue Angel. So, okay. Um, but we basically get Cordelia living out her vision, saying that she's in love with Angel and everything's going to work out, right? Um, and she goes, Yes. This is the last test, isn't it? And Skip's like, Yeah. And then we get um, uh, Angel tied up in a coffin that they're going to make sure can't be opened and dropping into the ocean. Basically. Now, as I said, elaborate. They've got a boat. They're like, yeah, they're working on it all. It's where, very... where they got welding equipment but no PPE, I'll never understand. I know. <laughs> Shouldn't she be, like, blind now? I don't know. Anyway. Good thing so. Anyway, but he's like, why are you going to kill me? He goes, killing's too good for you. You don't get to die. You get to live forever as a fish. He doesn't say that. I just said that. Um, so <laughs> we're going back to Skip and Cordy, and he's like, you're doing the right thing. And she goes, what do I have to do? He goes... Oh, she also asked him to go tell Angel how she feels. And he goes, that's eh, not really what I do. So that sucks. Uh, um, he goes, all you have to say is yes. And she goes, I already have. And then she floats into the beyond. She starts, yeah, she starts levitating. I hate it. I hate it. Hate it. Sorry. <laughs> um, we get a stare down of Angel and Connor while they're putting, like, the lid on the coffin and... Making him stay in there with the welding and the whole thing. And so then they uh, dump him into the ocean. Yep. Um, and then she, like, Justine, like, disappeared? Did she just... I think she... I think she was meant to have gone into the cabin, but you can't see her in there. Right, I kept looking. I'm like, where, where is she? Is she walking around back there? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, because it was like she just... I need to see you. I was like... Well, when the first time I watched it, I was like, she disappeared, and I was like, well, maybe she wasn't, like, she wasn't actually there, and it was just a figment of his imagination, which wouldn't make any sense, because then when I watched it again, I was like, oh, well, Angel hears her talking, but then she disappeared again, Yeah, so. and Angel talks to her. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, I think she was, yeah, she, I think it was just, they really wanted to have that shot, but, um, yeah, I think she had was meant to have walked into the, um, the, um, thingy. Cabin. That's the word. So, uh, we have Fred and Gunn back at the hotel. Fred is looking for a midnight snack because she's hungry again. And Gunn's like, nobody's here and I can't get a hold of anybody. And Fred's like, well, ask host. Oh, dang, we can't ask host. He's gone. And so we're just yep. like, where did everybody go? We can't get anybody on their cell phones and this, that, and the other. And Connor's yep. not here. Yep. And so I it's, was like... Think about it. So Wesley's left AI. Ugh. Lorne has gone to Vegas. Angel just got dumped in the ocean. And Cordy just floated up into light. So when they said, like, where, they're all gone. I said where did everybody go? It was like, well, Cordy went to another plane. 
of existence. Mm -hmm. Angel is into the ocean's depths, and who knows where Connor is going. So, fade to black. Well, as we have the uh, coffin sinking down into the ocean. Yep. Yep. And Cordelia disappears. Mm -hmm. This is the worst. Mm. That be it. So... You, you did not like this. Okay, it was a good episode, but I hated, like, everything that happened in it. Yeah. I get what you mean. There was only, like, one good, a couple of good things. And surprise, surprise, they're all about Fred. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, I noticed this, but someone in the continuity and stuff um, points out the contrast between Cordelia rising up while Angel sinks down into darkness. Yeah. Super duper cool. Oh, she also said that she was going to give somebody an earful if she ever met the powers that be. <laughs> She's not happy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, when Angel finally accepts his love for Cordelia, it is after she has dyed her hair blonde. Just like Buffy and Dala are blonde, Cordelia had previously observed <gasps> that Angel's always after some blonde. Ooh, Cordelia, you played yourself. <laughs> I know, right? That's funny. So, uh, international titles are Tomorrow and Today and Tomorrow. Lame. Who who added Today? The Germans. Lame. Okay. <laughs> what are you rating this episode? Okay, it was, like I said, it was good, but most of it made me upset. But it's not as good as... Did I give 10 for last episode? Yes, you gave... Well, you gave... Wait, did you... 10 for last week's Angel episode. Right. Yes, I'm pretty sure you did. Or nine and a half. Something like that. Um, I have so many questions about what's going to happen next. Like, I have no freaking idea how we get out of this mess. Um, but I guess... Okay, I cannot give it a 10 in good conscience, so I'm going to go with a 9. No. That's higher than I rated it. I gave it an 8. Okay. Like, it was like good, but there's, there's, some... so many, there's so many issues that I have. <sighs> yeah, I agree. Um, I like that it left us on cliffhangers, but there's just issues with the episode itself. Mm-hmm. Like, that continuity I just talked about, like, how did Connor have this elaborate plan all ready to go <laughs> on, like, no time at all? Yeah, I just... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, what was your favourite moment? Um, Fred wanting to be a vampire... Yeah, I agree. That is down as my favorite moment as well. My favorite moments were Fred eating all the popcorn, Fred wanting to be a vampire, and Fred checking to make sure the angel wasn't evil. That's it. <laughs> I'm sensing like, a theme. Because yeah, it's because Fred is the only redeeming quality this show has half the time. <laughs> she can. Who she can do no is you? Who, who is your fate? Uh, who is your character shout out? Oh, um, 
I guess my character shout out is going to go to Cordelia. Goodbye forever. Uh, but she was able to be like, yeah, I guess I do have to go to a different plane of existence because I have good work to do. Hmm. And she finally accepted that she loved uh, Angel. Yeah. Goodbye forever. I don't. Uh, that's fine. Mine is actually going to someone a bit off off the radar. Justine. Mine's going to Groot. Oh, <laughs> that makes me happy. Yeah, he just did what he had to do, and he like said to Cordelia, "We can't work because you've got to be with Angel, and I accept that. I'm going to go into this strange world and find my own way because you need to live your life with him." And she doesn't get to do any of that. And then there's that. <laughs> So, yeah, mine went to Gru. Um, would you like the episode for next week, so the season four opener? Oh, sure. Deep down. Well, Angel's at the bottom of the ocean. Don't know how we're going to get out of that one. Cordelia's gone forever. Uh, so is Gru. So is Host. We got... We've got Fred and Gunn and Wesley. And Wesley just had sex with the most vile person in the plan on the planet. So Oh my god. So I we have, don't probably have Wesley. I have no I have not even the faintest idea. So Well, I can't wait for your Slayer Diaries oh, then. Oh boy. Cause you have to think what's gonna happen next season and What's going to happen in their first episode? Oh, my goodness. Much, much planning to do for you. Anyway. So I guess we'll leave it there. There will be a Slayer Diaries episode this coming week um, in which Marissa will tell us what she thinks is going to happen in the penultimate season seven of Buffy and season four of Angel. I love the word penultimate. Penultimate. It is just a great episode for cool words, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We're so good. It was also a couple times where we <laughs> couldn't think of words, so it's fine. Yeah, we, we, we made up of not being able to think of words with amazing words. Yes. But anyways, um, everyone, please stay safe, stay apart, wash your hands, just be be. Be cautious in this trying and strange time. If you need uh, something to do, uh, go back and listen to all of our previous episodes. Yep, you can also listen to our Witch Weekly episodes. I'm pretty sure they exist somewhere still, some of them. Um, And our Triple Threat cast. Oh, man. Our short-lived wrestling podcast. Um, Or you can go listen to Marissa, if you like Harry Potter, on Tales from Godric's Hollow. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's my jam. Um, but if you want to get in contact with us, since we're both, like, shelter in place at the moment, feel free to drop us an email, MM Podcast Network. Find us on Facebook, MM Podcast Network. Visit our website, mmpodcastnetwork.com. Did I say gmail.com for our email I address? I have no idea. I didn't. <laughs> our email is mmpodcast at gmail.com, just so we're all clear. And our tweeter is MMP Network. If you'd like to tweet me personally, I'm at Mel Bickett. Marissa, where can people find you? Twitter, Instagram, at Rissaroo312. Rate and review us on iTunes. 
And until next time, we will slay you later, guys.